This is Boss Ladies Uncut, the podcast all about the real, raw, uncut stories of boss ladies sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to starting and growing a purpose-based business and blending the realities of life. We share interviews, tools, tips, and mindset shifts to help you step into and elevate your boss lady. Don't forget to join other boss ladies around the world in our free Facebook community, Boss Ladies Sisterhood. Here's your host, the queen of the sisterhood, Boss Lady Michelle Fragius. Welcome, welcome everyone to Boss Ladies Uncut, sharing the real and raw truths of what it means to start and grow a business while blending the challenges of life. And I'm super excited to be interviewing today Wendy Russell, who is a keynote speaker and business mentor and owner of Run It Like a Boss for Female Entrepreneurs. No doubt, I love the word boss, right? Boss ladies. All right, but not about me. It's Wendy. Wendy is an award-winning TV film producer, a multi-nominated TV host and creator of HGTV, Canada's She's Crafty. Her show aired on ION, um, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, <laughs> ION Life in the USA, as well as many other countries around the world. As a business mentor and on-camera coach for entrepreneurs, Wendy guides her clients to get visible and stand out from the crowd with video content that wows. Now, here's a fun fact. As an actor, Wendy was in the movie Juno, where she played Jennifer Garner's BFF. But don't hold your breath. Apparently, her big big scene got cut out so she's only in the movie for like three seconds but I say you made it in the movies right (laughs) three seconds or not (laughs) welcome Wendy it's so lovely to have you here with me today oh Um, it's so great to be here what what a what a great bio but there's nothing like hearing it from you so tell me how where did your story even begin doing what you're doing What I'm doing now, yeah. Okay, so after my TV show, She's Craft, it's Ion Life, by the way, is the- Ion. Yeah, Ion. I know, they have play on words. Um, After my show, uh, She's Crafty, wrapped, I I took a a television producing job, producing TV for someone else, and I took the subway every day to my job for five very long years. And uh, I, I witnessed the same- unhappy people every day sullen faces completely uninspired and I I would actually I was so the energy was so um dark that I actually wore my sunglasses on the subway every day and most days tears were rolling down my face I wore my sunglasses just to hide the fact that I was crying every day on the way to the office and I got to the office and then I found that a lot of my colleagues were feeling the same. They were like incredibly unhappy doing the corporate thing. And it seemed we were all doing nothing but working all the time. And we didn't take time to have fun or express ourselves creatively. And the worst part was the day that I realized I, I was also one of those people because I was always so proud about the fact that I was, you know, I was creative and I was, you know, always doing some sort of fun thing. And I literally couldn't remember the last time I had fun or I did something for me. And, you know, let's be fair. Some of my coworkers, yes, they went out and they had fun after work, you know, partying like rock stars, but like, you know, that wasn't, there's gotta be more to life than that. Right. So, um, and I was in a very dark place. I was, I was trying to figure out at that point, 
not only how to exit the job, but actually to make my exit off the planet. Like I had worked, um, and at, at that point, my my next my second producing job, I had worked in a building that was ten stories, and the inside of it, all the the offices sort of were around a large atrium, and the offices. Um, our offices were on the fifth floor and I remember looking over the railing one day and I was literally trying to figure out um, if I jumped from the fifth floor if it was actually going to do the job or if I would just sustain life-altering injuries which was not what I was going for I, I knew that I needed to somehow get to the 10th floor and and that you know I didn't know if I could get up to the 10th floor with my my fob with my key code pass thing so um but I knew that getting to the 10th floor was going to do it. And that's when I hit my rock bottom. And I realized that not only was I not fulfilling my life's purpose, I, 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 I couldn't remember the last time I had fun. And I was like, life is too short. <laughs> like, yeah. what am I doing? Right. And I think um, I just watched Jade Plunkett's interview and she was talking about with you and how you know she said she went back to her second job in finance and she just thought that that was what she was supposed to be doing right and I had I had been in the film and television industry for 20 plus years and you know my show had wrapped so I just thought that was supposed to be my my next journey was I guess I'm supposed to be a tv producer now because that's yes. what I'm doing and I so I don't have my own show so I produce for other people but it wasn't bringing me joy or filling me in any way shape or form so um and i i think the other thing that really struck me was that you know everyone around me um was was so unhappy as well and you know there was a gallup poll um that surveyed of the one billion full-time workers in the world 15 percent are engaged at work and the other 85 are unhappy in what they're doing and this was shocking to me and i I don't think that it's about necessarily the work that they're doing, but maybe that work is all they are doing, right? And our, yeah. our, our brains work best when we're having fun. We are, you know, and I've heard you say this, uh, you know, on, in, in your group that, you know, like this, and I, I truly believe this, we are more magnetic when we are having fun, our energy changes and we, yeah. um, we, we attract you know, um, new relationships, new clients, new, you know, amazing things into our lives um, when we are exuding this, this fun energy. So, um, but, you know, our brain needs a break from this, you know, nine to five or us running a business, whatever, whatever it is, but there's probably a sweet spot in there some, at some point in your day that you can carve out time for yourself, you know, mm -hmm. the, and, and, and dare I say, you must carve out time for yourself. In my humble opinion, the greatest self-care that you can give yourself is a fun break. And I know you and I are on the same page with this oh, because yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, what's the point if we're not having fun, right? I know, I love that you said, like your whole philosophy is, you know, building a business and having fun at the same time. And I love that you've said, you know, there's a funness meter, right? We have, we have this funness meter and out of 10, you know, out of, on a scale of one to 10, where are you on that meter, right? And most people are, are probably a five, which you oh. mentioned. Yeah, I say it's way too often, way too oh. often. It's actually one of the questions I ask a lot of um, 
women who are in in that corporate space or even women who are in business it's like so um tell me what do you do for fun (laughs) what What do you mean what I do for fun right and it helps them to kind of like put a mirror and go well you know life is not just about work it's not just about doing the grind and you know um Wendy unfortunately you've had to go through a really dark thing a dark space to come to that realization and unfortunately some people don't get out of something like that right or and they continue to live their life the same way and and unfortunately they medicate themselves or they um do other things just to keep them I don't know like you know neutral to try and get them up there to try and find fun but imagine that you could do it just by being yourself right and (laughs) and and doing life being yourself and so I guess what I'd love to know is like when you made that transition Mm -hmm. so you were working full-time you know um you seeing how like the fact that you and thank you for openly sharing that like you were you were actually contemplating how I can make the jump and make sure that it works right and that you were thinking about going from the fifth floor to the tenth floor at what point did you go stop and start and started to shift and change your life like what were you what were your next steps I guess well the other thing you know there were so many other signs like that you know my body at that point. I don't know if you're a fan of Louise Hay, but I, you know, I had her on the nightstand and, you know, you can heal your life and every, I had migraines. I was, you know, I was breaking out in little, you know, bumps on my hands. I was, you know, there was, there were so many things like, you know, I had a pinch in my back that I couldn't get rid of. Well, you know, if you look that up, you know, there's all, there's all sorts of connections to, you know, the fact that you're body is crying out and going, um, you are in dis-ease. You're not in ease right now. And so anything that is going on with you in the psyche ends up manifesting itself physically. So I was, I was hyper aware that it was, you know, it was very, I was in a very bad place. So, um, so yeah, miraculously, you know, uh, my migraines are now gone, you know, like, you know, every, everything is, is rokey dokey, but in terms of making the transition, I, um, I had already started working on my speaking career. So I had been in a program for a couple of years, I was developing a program to speak at high schools. And, um, and so because I was also an HGTV host in Canada, and um, I, because of that, they had had me doing the speaking circuit at home shows across the country. So I was already, you know, on stage speaking to, you know, hundreds of people at a time, very comfortable on stage. So um, my next move, you know, what I thought was, you know, the right, the right move was um, as a speaker. And so I was developing a program to speak to high school students about the importance of creativity and fun at going into adulthood, you know, talking to the the, you know, 11th graders, 12th graders, as they're on their way out of high school to make sure that they keep what, you know, they love doing at this age into adulthood. So they don't become addicted, cranky adults. Right. So, um, because I, I truly believe too, that creativity heals, heals our addictions. It, it, and that was part of why, um, 
I did the show. Um, I was, I had an eating disorder when I was younger and going back to my creativity and making things with my hands, I was able to transition from filling myself with food. I was now filling myself up with my creativity. And I thought, boy, if this can help me, I am certain that this is going to help other people. And I was like, I, I, you know, I'm onto something like, I'm like, maybe it's possible that rather than, you know, gambling or too much online shopping or, you know, smoking or, you know, too much drink, whatever it is, or, you know, drugs, like fill yourself in some other way than what is destructive. So, um, so I was, you know, working on the speaking career. So, and I had the opportunity um, to be hired by two other companies to speak um, for their businesses as well. So that transition for me was, um, it was, you know, perfectly timed in terms of, you know, these companies looking for speakers on topics that I was passionate about and that I I was, you know, now available to do. Yeah. So that, that was my first part of the transition. Um, yeah. So um, through your body breakdown, I'll say body breakdown, because like, I think that's really important that they're kind of the signs, right? They're, they're signs to say, hey, hang on, something's going on, particularly if you've got one after the other, after the other, right? Um, and unfortunately, what I see is too many women that are in that space that are constantly working, they don't see the disconnect, they don't see the connection of a body breakdown could be something deeper, right? They just, it's, oh, I pushed too hard or I've worked too hard, you know? Um, so really tuning into that. And then um, you got into the speaking. So you were, um, you transitioned out as a paid speaker on the topics of creativity and fun, yeah? That. Um, so for my, my, that was my speech that I created for high school students, but I ended up getting hired by um, uh, two guys that developed a program for elementary schools um, called My Life Online. And it, it's teaching kids how to be safe, smart, and kind online. And it, it's just a beautiful program. And I, you know, I was thrilled to be part of that. It's sort of slowed down. Well, obviously it completely came to a screeching halt uh, during the pandemic. So you know, they may, uh, may get that rolling again in the fall for the next school year. But um, yeah, it was, it was amazing and a ball to be, to be part of. And then the other one that I um, was hired for was as a uh, real estate investor um, training program. So it's a friend of mine, also an HGTV host, and uh, I got hired to speak on stage for two hours and, and talk about real estate investing. So Love so it. those were two things that were sort of, you know, again, <laughs> all in the my yeah. world, but, you know, I got to stand on stage and um, hopefully inspire people, which is, you know, I know my purpose is to inspire and um, others to, to use their creativity and their gifts in the world. Awesome. And, and tell me, like, through this transition and where you are now, mm -hmm. um, what are some of the, like, three big things that you've really learned, you know, and, and I'm like, keep it raw, keep it real. Like, you know, when it comes to, cause you're in business for yourself, you're an entrepreneur, yeah. right? Yeah. You get paid to speak, you're a keynote speaker and you also help other women to get visible. So what are some of the challenges you've had in growing your business? Uh, well, you know, in terms of, you know, um, if there's anybody thinking about wanting to exit their job and start a business, I, I would first say, and if you, if you haven't gotten the memo from me yet, here it is again, go with your gut. 
you know, like, and, 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 and for the love of Pete, listen to your intuition, because what I should have done was I should have left my jobs long before I did. And I put up with so much, I put up with not only, you know, it manifesting itself in me physically, but, you know, I, I put up with being publicly humiliated by my bosses in, in, you know, in group settings, in a boardroom, you know, it was just that kind of a toxic environment that, um, you know, I, I look back now and I'm like, I cannot believe that I put up with that nonsense. So, um, so yes, go, if you, if something, if you're feeling like something is wrong, there is, there mm. is, listen to it because, um, I, I, I knew, I knew, I knew. And I just, I was like, oh, you know, regular paycheck. Like, you, you know, this, yeah. like, right. <laughs> the benefits, paid vacation, you know, all of the extra bonus medical and stuff. Oh, the cachet of being a television producer, you know, like, mm. you know, all of the things that, you know, that this side is saying, and then there's the other side yes. going, please stop. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing I would say, what I did do, which I look back uh, with pride that I actually did this, was when I was developing my, my speech for high school students, I actually, I got my ass up earlier than I really wanted to, to get, to be able to spend time on that. So what I would do is I would get up an hour earlier and I would take the train in and I would sit at the coffee shop across the street from my office for an hour and work on my speech because I knew that by the end of the day, my brain was too dead to be feeling creative to work on my creative speech. So I knew that my morning was when I was kind of fresh and I that was gonna be my time to shine and work on that, that project. So I think it's really key that if you are thinking of starting your own business, Find out what your, you know, what your best time of day is. When do you feel really like on point and feeling like you're, you know, you're on fire and, and just know, like, are you absolutely toast by five o'clock every day? And you just want to like have a nice meal, decompress, you know, visit with the family, you know, chill, whatever it is, because that may not be your best creative time. Some people are up till midnight doing stuff, you know, so I'm, I'm definitely a morning person. So just know what that is for you and then try and car carve out that time to work on your project. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and, you know, Michelle, I, I know that, you know, you may, you may disagree with this in terms of, you know, like, cause when you're, when you're starting your own business, you know, how we like, we kind of pivot and get, you know, change our niche slightly. And we're kind of, you know, before we, um, you know, just to, cause we're, we're trying things out. Right. And we want to know what's, what's, what works, but you know, one of, I wish I had, I don't know. I wish I had been more clear when I left my job and, you know, so that I could pull the trigger right away. It took me a while to get some momentum on, you know, the, the, the business mentoring, the on-camera visibility coaching, that kind of thing. It took me, it took me a while to um, figure out that that was sort of, you know, my next move. Um, and, and, that, and quite interestingly, it, uh, that got pointed out to me by somebody who said, you know, you do great videos, you should teach people. And I was like, 
I don't, you know, like, should I though? Cause like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't appreciate, I guess, what your skills and talents and abilities are because you've been doing it for so long, right? So you just don't realize that that might be something that you can share with others and potentially get paid for. Yeah. I was like, are you serious? And they're like, they're like, yes, people are going to want, they need that. They need a little handholding. They need, they need a, someone who's been in the film and television industry for 20 plus years to like, yeah, show them that it's possible and, and give them some tips and tricks. Like what's all the cool stuff you learned over the last two decades about being on camera so I was like oh okay yeah well I I don't disagree with that last one (laughs) so um you know um so I just want to kind of wrap that up like the first um uh big hot tip that you said is like go with your gut listen to your gut if your gut is saying something's not right something's got to change like listen to it tune into it and and you know start making the moves that you need yeah. to make towards that. Um, yeah. the, the second thing that you said is find out your best time of the day so that you can have and ignite your creative juices. Like you, I'm, I'm a morning person as well. I love my mornings. By three o'clock, I'm just like gone. <laughs> my creativity is gone. Um, and really kind of leaning into that. So, and I think that comes back to knowing yourself really well, right? Um, <laughs> and the last thing, like, I was trying to kind of wrap what you were saying there, but um, and it's kind of all over the place because I was sorry. <laughs> no, 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 but it might, I don't know if I've got this right. But one thing you said is um, you wish you kind of had more clarity um, in which way to go, um, yeah. like a, like a roadmap, like yeah. a roadmap to go. Yeah, uh, which is everything I teach. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's um it's what gave me, yeah it, it's what gave me that confidence to step out of my full-time career to step out, to go, I don't have the safety of um, the dollars in the bank, you know, the monthly dollars in the bank, Um, but I have a really good pathway mapped out for me that I feel confident about. And guess what? And that pathway has changed. Right. And and thank you for that, because you're right. Like, I think I thought I was clear when I quit the J-O-B and I, you know, Um, but like you say, I I think there's something to be said for being flexible and being open and also allowing people, um, that can see your gifts to, you know, say to you, you know what, this is, this is something you should be sharing with the world. This is one of your gifts you can share with the world. So, yeah, yeah. we we underestimate something that comes so simple and easy for us that we go, well, I mean, how, how do I teach that? Because I could, I just do it, you know, <laughs> I just do it, it comes out and it's like, uh, yeah, but you don't realize there are a lot of people that don't just do it and it doesn't come out. And, um, that's what I call the gift. That's the sweet spot. Wow. That's the, yeah. you know, that, that your zone of genius that you undervalue and you might not see that straight away. And, and I think you raise a really good point, Wendy, like, and, you know, having that clarity um, is one thing, but also being flexible, that that can change along the way. Yeah. Being yeah. open and flexible to see something maybe you can't see. Yeah. You know, um, like I started in wellbeing coaching. Oh. That's where I started, right? I was passionate yeah. about health and wellbeing, still am, right? And, oh. and 
and you know because it is about where our business so our health and well-being is super important um but yeah my my zone of genius is starting and growing businesses and helping other women do that because I love that in that first three years like that's just my you know and for me it comes so easily and it's not till it came to my realization that I went huh ding (laughs) I'm gonna do that you know it's almost like head slap you're like whoa yeah yeah okay yeah right (laughs) now um if you had to do it all over again right what would be one thing that you would do differently um I think what and I I hear this repeatedly um you know, from women entrepreneurs that are starting their own businesses. And, and for sure, this is the thing for me was not spending so much time trying to do it all by myself. Mm-hmm. I think we are, when we start a business, our to, the to-do list is <laughs> so giant, so un, uh, like uh, unbelievable, out of control. Like you're like, what? And then and then, oh, great. Now we're living in a tech world. Oh, I have to learn this technology too. And I got to learn this and I'm supposed to do what? And I'm supposed to look cute on video. And I'm what, and I'm like, and I got to, and I have to write a script and I have to like, you know, the list goes on. So um, I think, you know, if there is, you know, some way for you, this is what, um, you know, when I'm working with um, you know, female entrepreneurs, I get them to do uh, their love it and their hate it list. So I get them to do the things that they love, like that bring them so much joy and feel fun. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, and then the, the hate it. So write down literally the stuff that makes you cringe. Now I know you, you have your magical Monday money Mondays that, you know, like you're making the fun out of the tasks that we do every day. So it can be done when we add fun to it, but write the hate it list down because eventually that hate it list, it becomes what you delegate. Yes. Yes. Listen to that, ladies. (laughs) I hear you. Can I, oh, goodness. Thank goodness you said that, right? Because that, that's kind of your next milestones, right? How do you get off the hate it list and outsource? So I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. Um, Sorry. I I just got excited (laughs) because it's like, all good I love it I love it this is a this is a tribute for you by the way oh I know like I love that you you, this is like we're on boss ladies uncut and I have like a boss lady pillow like that's oh I know I'm just loving that pillow I need to get my hands on (laughs) I just I want to um add to this because this is where a lot of women get really stuck right? They get really stuck in the growth part of their business, particularly in the first couple of years. Like their first, a lot of the women, and I I don't know if you know, like their first kind of goal of success that I've made it or blah, 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 is getting to that six-figure income, right? It's kind of like that's their first milestone. heard it over and over and over. Yeah. Right? So, and some of the ways to get to that six-figure is you've got to outsource some of the shit that you don't like doing, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and 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 they they're afraid to let go of that control or mm-hmm. um you know how can someone else do it and and but it's like in order for you to grow and expand these are some of the ceo moves that you've got to be making yeah yeah that is true leadership when you can allow and trust and i think there is something there's there's a huge a huge piece of it 
is just sort of being able to trust like wholeheartedly with every cell of your being just re- you know release and allow and you know what we're all human so it may not be as perfect as you you know we're, oh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do it yourself right but at the end of the day there is no way that your business is going to grow if you do it by yourself it's yeah. just not gonna happen so uh-huh. the on- the only way to grow is by, you know, bringing on a team. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to have a hundred staff at some point, like it literally just be a very small team, two, three, four people, you know, that are supporting you and doing the stuff you hate. And, um, you know, but it it just allows you the freedom because to your point, Michelle, I've heard you say this over and over and over. We don't start businesses so that we're working 24 seven. We quit the dang jobs. So that we could, you know, have some more joy in our day, have some more fun in our lives, you know, actually do what our, our zone of genius is and give yeah. that, give that to the world. Right. And we're not doing that by trying to control and do everything ourselves. We have right. to really understand that. Yeah. Agree. Agree. And to, to expand that, even the, the trying to do it yourself, even um, doing life yourself right and doing business yourself like having that community around you is so important because when you feel like shit I want to pivot or I want to change and we're doing it you know like there's people around you so that you can see that they've gone through it or they've gone through the challenge or they can help you they can celebrate you raise you up whatever so I think it's not just about the outsourcing but it's people in your world that are behind you your partners your friends um, other colleagues. So um, yeah, that's super important. So I, you know what I and I have to say on that note, I, I don't think I appreciated the value of community, mm-hmm. um, being in a community of, you know, if you if somehow can, you know, join a community of like minded people in your entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. Um, it is like, I can't even tell you, like, I was always kind of like, I'm the, I am literally the, I'm, I'll just do it myself guy. And I'm, and I would, and I'm kind of like shy about it. And I'm kind of like, I don't need to like broadcast what I'm doing. And I don't need, you know, like, I'd rather just be in my little quiet corner over here and I'll launch when I'm going to launch and I'll just do my thing. And I don't need, you know, feedback and I don't need accountability and I don't need, you know, a buddy sister like but all of those things that a community affords you actually propels you that much yeah. faster and i i just can't even i can't even believe like the how the value of that um mm. what that's been how what that's done for me Totally. I, I would absolutely agree. Now, we've, we've run out a little bit over time, but I reckon you and I could just chat all day. <laughs> I, know. I, um, I know you've got a special gift for our listeners. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? <laughs> I did up a cheeky little ebook called How to Put the F Word Back in Your Life. And this is for, you know, all the people out there that are feeling like, yeah, I can't, I actually can't remember the last time I had fun. Or to your point, I don't know what fun is anymore. I I really couldn't tell you what fun is. Um, and that breaks my heart and that needs to change. And so, um, so I wrote a little, a little ebook on, you know, getting, getting some fun back in your life and 
however not sexy this sounds, putting it on the calendar, you know, and to your point, like, you know, making the fun out of the mundane tasks. So not only do you put fun in the calendar, but, you know, crank the music when you're emptying the dishwasher, like crank the, whatever you got to do. Like I will sometimes, you know, I do my taxes and I put on, um, you know, I put on a musical movie and like just sing to the thing the whole bloody time I'm doing the my taxes because I'm like, this is the worst thing in the world. You know, like I'm preparing everything for my accountant. I just had a thought. I'm, I'm like, I wonder what musical I would do in my tax. Would it be the sound of music? Because I always love the sound of music, but I don't know how the sound, like I'd be too busy anyway way off but I love it I love your ebook now we're going to put it in the comments so um you can download I love that putting back the f in, in your life right <laughs> get the fun back in. yes I'm talking fun of course not yes of show. course of course yeah but hey with with that fun you don't know what other fun can that's happen. right <laughs> become magnetic to others you don't oh, know who's exactly. in your life yeah that's it. I love it. Thank you so much, Wendy. And um, if people wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Is it through Facebook? Um, and we can put all the details in the comments. Yeah. So I my my group, my private group in Facebook is um, Run It Like a Boss. So you can you can find me there. Um, and also uh, my website is just wendyrussell.com. And um yeah, I'm also on Instagram. Uh, it's the Wendy Russell. So you know, I'm, uh, I'm all over the all over the map. Well, we'll put we'll put all we'll put all those links in in the comments below for those of you that are watching live, for those of you that are on the podcast and the replay. We'll put it in the show notes so that you can grab them there, which is fantastic. Thank you so much, Wendy. It was so much fun, and I just wanted to add for any ladies who are looking to start a business um, or maybe reset the one that you currently have, then I want to invite you to. I have a three day online training called Get Paid to Be You. Um, and the way that you can join that is tiny.one forward slash paid to be you. But we'll put that in the comments as well. So come and join me for three days. It's starting. <laughs> now I've got now it's start, it's starting <laughs> August, end of August. I don't even know the date. Anyway, we'll put it there. Um, get paid to be you to uncover your zone of genius and, you know, whatever that might be. And yeah, build a business based on you. So thank you so much, Wendy. That was so much fun. I feel like you and I could just keep on chatting. Like I think we can. I think we can. <laughs> thank All you right, so bye, lady. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe or post a review and share it with another boss lady. Don't forget to also join us and other boss ladies around the globe in our Facebook community, Boss Ladies Sisterhood.